Auto sequence start in five, four, three, two, one. Well, hello there. Welcome, my fellow brochachos, to another installment of Can Conversation. My name was Andrew, and with me, as always, my good friend Stephen. What's up? <laughs> All right, my friend. Tell me, what was your favorite video game growing up? Mm, I think we played a lot of Pitfall. Yeah, I'm going to go with Pitfall. Ooh, that is some old school. That's old school Atari. Yeah, okay. I was thinking, you know... Mario Brothers was a staple for us. I mean, I think I played the most of it, uh, but I got to say, for like Nintendo NES, I played a ton of Excite Bike. I, I really oh, I don't yeah, know why I had a good, yeah. really good yeah. go on that one. Yeah, yeah. And I loved being able to make your own track. It was like sort of the first you can do your own. It's small town, so I will I will say that we played a lot of like old school Pac Man on a Pac Man machine, right? Like so, like that was probably also the yeah, it was up there in the top five. Nice. So Pac Man, Pitfall. And then Asteroids, sure. and then Centipede. <laughs> Centipede, Asteroids, Pac-Man, and Pitfall. That's my top A bunch four. of the old schooler yeah. uh, stand-up machines, right? Yeah. Put and the we, quarter in. And then we played like NHL when that came out. Like, oh, the, yeah. Like the hockey game, I played the crap out of it. Oh, yeah. Uh, and was, Tomb Raider. So we played, we played the crap out of Tomb Raider, too. <laughs> wow, you were... Oh, yeah, sorry, doing, that's, I'm now I've got top six. Yes, you're doing generational. Uh, uh, I'm, Sega, I want to say, is where uh, NHL lived on for us. NHL's like 92, 93, 94, like all, all yeah. those yeah. every year. All right. Uh, well, as is our gimmick, uh, one of us brings in new, unique, or rare canned beverage to try. And while we slurp upon its contents, we will do our very best to entertain you with our take on life's most interesting questions. Today's topic being the concept of unwritten rules. Ooh. Later in the show, we're going to come back and review and rate the canned beverage and let you know if you should try it while in indulging in the annual town orgy. What? Huh? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> now that doesn't happen often. Uh, it's annually. Well, I yeah. Think. So once a year. What's the worst position in the annual town orgy? The Gatorade guy? What? <laughs> has to run in with the uh, hydration? Yeah, definitely that guy. Or towel man? Towel man's probably worst. Worst? Yeah, that's okay. probably the worst. All right. All right. Holy Moses. <laughs> God, that took a turn already. Well, uh, we are live right now yep. on one of our live shows, uh, our second. So um, hopefully we have Still some people uh, hanging out with us. Uh, if you are, do not be afraid to uh, some, drop some lines in the chat. We had a really good time last time uh, reading uh, over the chats as we go. Stephen will be kind of monitoring those and uh, keeping track of some of our uh, participation uh, from our live audience. Uh, I will not, as I try to keep my uh, hand on the wheel of all of yeah. the uh, goings you're, on. You're steering the behind train. the scenes. You're, you're powering the train. <laughs> I'm just, yeah. I, I will do the best I can in chat. But last time it got it got crazy, which is fun. So, yeah, love it. All right. Well, we need a can. Yeah, we do. Um, if uh, if you're out there watching us live, I hope you have a can of your favorite beverage. Um, so we're gonna bring ours out, and here we go. Cool. Stay calm, okay? Let's not lose our heads. It's 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 a fine ID. It'll, it's gonna work. It's passable, okay? This, this isn't terrible. I mean, it's up to you, Fogel. This guy's either gonna think, here's another kid with a fake ID, or here's McLovin, the 25-year-old Hawaiian organ donor. Okay, so what's it gonna be? I am McLovin. 
What's that one from? Uh, so, oh God, now I drew a blank on this, but it, the, it's one of my daughter's favorite quotes from, uh, from she's like, the, the where they, right after that or right before that, when they go, of all the names, you, you picked McLovin? Yeah. Right. I, I was trying to choose from like, there's three big, you know, Muhammad and like, Cher. Cher like, right. What do you share? Right. Oh yeah, with the Muhammad yeah, line. Oh. Why would you do that? Why would you pick Muhammad? Why don't you read a book? <laughs> it's only the most used surname. <laughs> Ever. Oh, that's awesome. All right. Uh, so, yeah, that was uh, super bad. Super bad. There you go. Um, and I believe it's like uh, their 15 year anniversary or something. Wow. Um, but uh, I love right. that one. That one uh, is so good. Um, so, I brought the yep. uh, beverage for today. I um, This is Whistle Pig Piggyback Barrel Aged Rye uh, Bourbon with Fresh Ginger Lime. Um, that's a lot going on, dude. I yes. love the whistle pig though, just for the record. Um, cause that is also a groundhog or a, a ground beaver. Uh, other words for whistle pigs. <laughs> uh, so fresh ginger lime means that, it, uh, it's ginger ale in here. I, I translate that into, um, I enjoy bourbon and ginger ale, uh, oh. as, as a mixed drink. Uh, whistle pig is a, I consider it a bit of a highfalutin bourbon. Um, okay. like when I go and I, get bourbon. I typically don't get whistle pig, which I only see at uh, liquor stores um, that have that on the top shelf. It's usually a little north of my price point. Gotcha. Uh, so I'll, you know, I'll stick to like Woodford or something. So I will have to say that this is the most expensive can of alcohol I have bought outside of a stadium or a strip club. <laughs> because <laughs> this um, was marked at $24.99 for a four pack. Ow. When I went back and I looked, and I'm like, okay, this is uh, so this is a, a supposedly a good bourbon. I may have tried it. I don't know. Um, at some point in the yeah. past, but uh, it's a rye bourbon. Yep, hundred percent um, rye. Yeah, hundred percent rye whiskey. And uh, the rye bourbons are, are its own class, essentially. You know, bourbons um, yep. from Kentucky. Uh, most of it's corn, majority corn. They'll have rye in it, but like to be a regular bourbon, I think it's fifty one percent corn. To be a rye bourbon, I think it's 51% rye. So, um, okay. All I got, and when I went back and looked at the receipt, uh, I think it was, they charged, ended up charging me $19.99. It's probably because oh, they sale. lowered the price because it wasn't flying off the shelf. Yeah, I can't imagine why. Yeah. Uh, so, I really hope this is good. It's um, uh, 8%. So, it's fairly, fairly stout. 8% um, alcohol by volume, uh, 12 Florida ounces. But not too stout for the normal no. bourbon, I would no. say. Probably my mixed drink that I make uh, by myself with bourbon and ginger ale probably is a little north of that. But I am oh. excited. Are you? Uh, let's see what we what we do here right, today. What do you with got? This. I'm gonna open this can weird, so just know while you <laughs> introduce this topic. All right, so you're gonna drink it upside down. All right. Well, let's talk about unwritten rules. Um, I, this came up because uh, I was in a uh, conversation and the notion of bros came up. So like the first thing- Like bro code? Yeah. So oh, the first nice. thing I wanted to, wanted to ask you is, are we bros? We're bros. We're bros. Yeah. All right. Um, Do we have we're a We're still bros. Because I wondered if bro ages out. Oh, like, bro ages in, I think. Oh, you get to be more bro. The older you get, the, older the you broer get. you get. Interesting. So that was my next question is what's what what when you hear bro, what do you think of? Like what's a bro thing to do? What's a bro thing to do? Uh fist bump when you say something funny that's nobody else in the whole world thinks is funny, you're like, bro, yeah, hit me up and you fist bump. <laughs> that is the broest thing to do. 
Okay. Um, I don't... I, so I sort of think of Jersey Shore, right? Remember uh, that show? Yeah. Like, the guys in there... Remember were that like, show? It's still on. They still are doing Jersey Shore <laughs> stuff. It's ridiculous. Forgot they had sort of a revival or yeah, we're going to do this again. There's no reason for it. Anyway. All right. But I sort of think of those okay. guys as bros, the constant gym rat that's yeah. pumping. And uh, when they're not in the gym, all they're, they're doing is... Egocentric dudes that are just out to look good, tan, and, and pick up chicks. And they're like, bro, hit right. me up. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I wondered if it was sort of like, do you age out of that? Or no. Is like, no. Okay. You never age out of bro. All right. Well, let's talk about the unwritten rules of friendship or bros. Uh, now, I don't want to just single out men here. You know, women have their own code. May, some of this may overlap um, if there's sister code or um, whatever yeah. it might be called. But just making sure. Sissy rules? I'll be talking. And bro code? Is that what you're trying to <laughs> I'll say? I'll be talking about friendship bro code. Uh, but you could probably relate if you're uh, one okay. of our female listeners. Um, or hopefully you do. So um, I want to get your thoughts and sort of the uh, following unwritten rules of friendship or bros. Okay. Um, so the number one rule, what's the number one rule of bros? You don't tell in your, what happens in bros land stays in bros land. That's, that's Brosville that's, is that's, off limits to, uh, to um, sister code. No, no, uh, no hanging out with your bros girl. Uh, or no, like dating your. Uh, I mean, bros really. Ex? I really feel like people are going to blow you up on this one. Bros before, before hoes. Okay, yes. that's what I'm saying. Well, okay. But you, but All right, damn it. That's the known one. I mean, I just, I really thought you were going to get get that one. Okay. Thankfully, I'm not keeping score Jamie on this. Christmas. Think. Uh, bros before hoes. What do you think about that? Okay. Uh, I do think that should be a thing. I don't think everybody who says that, I doubt, respects that. They only are bros before hoes until the right chick comes along. Until their hoes like, get a hold of them? Yeah, and then they're like, oh, this is way more fun than hanging out with bros. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. Um, I, no. I, I, I think... Oh God, I'm going to play the Andrew card and be like, I think you should have an equal balance. Um, <laughs> no. So, All right, bro. Yeah. So, I, no, I, I do think friends, longtime friends that you've had should always be, you know, sacred and you should cherish those people. Um so I do think if you're dating weirdly casually people, like that weird casual person that you're dating for three weeks does not come before the person you've known for 15 years. Agreed. Yeah. So yes, Good I'm going to go with bros before hoes is still applicable. Agreed. All right. So you got a good, good answer on that Technically, you shouldn't one. be dating hoes. So just <laughs> PS. Yeah, all right. Um, so the next one here, I won't make you guess all these because oh, they do God. kind of then <laughs> fall down the line. If you have any, though, feel free to okay. uh, to let me know if I miss any. But um, while I uh, jump in with this one, always have your bros back. I think that is accurate and applicable to bar fights and hopefully arguments. Of, of with their significant other you're like you know what i gotta take your side because we're bros your wife probably crazy or whatever like <laughs> i feel like that's wow whether that's emotional support or whether that's physical we if you're in a fight I'm, we're all in a fight like i'm in a fight too. that's <laughs> all I, right so i'll give you the in a bar you're backing your bro up yep. or your friend um now on the fight if you're if there's two it's it's your friend and your wife that's gonna be a little oh i was saying your friend and his wife oh 
Good. If okay. it's between <laughs> you and my wife, my wife's winning. <laughs> yes. She's right. Got it. Makes sense. So yeah. between a fellow bro and, and his, his wife, wife I, you're I, taking his side, I, I going have, down in flames. Yeah, yeah. All right. I got it. I have to at least lean it. towards that way. Okay. So my question is, if I called you at 2 a.m. out of the blue and I said, I need you to come pick me up right now from this house, you, and I, you don't know the house, I need you to bring $200 in cash, just don't ask any questions, leave now. Is this, is this ride or die? Kind of. What thing. would you do? Yeah, you go get $200 and you pick them up. <laughs> All right. Good answer. I love it. Uh, not that that's going to potentially happen to me. I don't know if I lead that exciting of a life, but who knows? You never know. I, I can count on you if it happens. Yeah, that, I'm there with $200. Excellent. Um, and I assume you would bail me out of jail for any reason. I would do the same for you in all of these, by the way. Okay, good. Good to know. And if uh, your friend is at the bar completely wasted, you do not let said friend drive, drive home. home. Absolutely. Yes. Have their back. Oh, if they're in a podcast completely wasted, which, <laughs> which has happened recently. I, I let that one go. I, 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 I did not drive home. No, but okay. I let you podcast you completely did, you wasted. You did let me podcast completely wasted on an episode. That was brutal. Yeah. If you haven't heard that one, go back and check or it out. Or don't. It's great. <laughs> it's not. All right. Num rule number three of the bro code, you must never pursue your bro's ex, sister, or mother. Wow. That's specific. Ex, sister, sister or, or mother. mother. Ooh. Have you ever had an instance? Here, I'll just throw out, you have a sister. Has one of your bros ever dated your sister? No, my sister's older, though, and so she was kind of into more mature guys. Um, <laughs> she would not have dated anybody from my class. She wouldn't have dated a bro, huh? No, not one of my bros. Um, somebody else's bros, probably. Um, no, I don't. So, sure, that sounds like a great that sounds like a great thing, except for when your bro happens to have a hot sister that's, you know, also your type. Then, then there's probably some room for flex. But their mom? No. Mom's off limits. That's weird. You can't be my bro and my stepdad. <laughs> At the same time. Um, the ex? That's only going to cause problems. You should always stay away from that. Agreed. I'm saying sister is flexible ground. That, that Depending should, on how cool they are. Yeah. Should have a discussion around. Them. Right. Okay. Like, if they're cool with it, then it's all good. If they're not cool with it, not good. Okay. Have you ever broken that on your end or gotten close where... You've dated in your younger years, pre-marriage? Uh, I don't remember a lot of my younger years, thank goodness. Um, no, I don't I don't think so. Um, I do think... Oh, All right, so <laughs> air some dirty laundry. Do you want me to go first? <laughs> um, so, I, so I think I dated a uh, twin and wanted to date the other one, and they had cis code that said uh, you can't. Yes. Um, and I think that we upheld that i think we we're okay with that okay um i skirted this one um ooh. and i'm given trouble to this day about it uh but back in college uh, my roommate had taken an interest in a uh female we both knew mm -hmm. uh but never made a move never pursued if you will okay. and neither did i really but uh there was a night at a bar where we were all hanging out and 
had enough liquid libation that I believe I ended up kissing that girl on the lips, per se. Oh, on the lips, you On say. the lips, yes. <laughs> I know. Oh, we're talking some serious stuff. And uh, my good friend was really unhappy with me. And uh, um, and I understood, like, but... I, I get it, but you, I was like, you missed I, your chance. I gave Somebody's you like got to take a shot. Yeah, I gave you a three-week... Uh, a three week, uh, like from the time there was interest, okay. it was like it had been going on for a long time where there was no pursuing. I'm like, well, you need to pull the trigger. Back when there's no Snapchat, you can't just be like, uh, hit me with your snap, and right. they do all the weird snappy stuff. Um, yes. Yeah. So yeah, that was before that. So you gave him three weeks. And you're like, you didn't shoot your shot. It's my turn. Well, now I'm going. And to I go only kiss made that decision the in the five second span of we were both in the same place and at wasted. the wrong time yeah. with the with the wrong amount of right. alcohol on, on the us. lips though. I believe we uh, may have smooched. Wow. Uh, Saucy. Yes. That's that's podcast uh, approved okay. language. Got it. <laughs> All right. Uh, you never interfere in a bro's relationship, which you already kind of brought up in, the, in terms of uh, your friend having a relationship and there's an argument between them. You're going to take his side. I think you lean towards his side. Um, however... Interfere in a interferes a weird word. Let me throw a couple examples. Okay. Don't point out the flaws in your friend's significant other. Don't say she has a terrible personality. She's unfunny. Uh, I'm going to go with yes. You don't do that. <laughs> That's a good answer. Yes. Because I, I, I truly believe we've all had friends um, that we were like his significant other or his girlfriend's. Bat crap crazy. <laughs> so, but you know, right. You're going to, you'll end up alienating a little bit of, because your friend made the decision, right? Right. To, it, it's and, all on you. Right. Yeah. And so, and, and even if they break up for a minute, right. And then you jump on the gravy train of let's, uh, you know, give all of our thoughts on this particular person. They could then get back together. And then you're kind of seen as the douche. Yeah. All right. What if the, what if the wife, asks where your friend is like maybe you get a call from the wife or significant other and they say hey do you know where your bro is right now because i don't he's not answering his phone i have no idea where he is you know why where he is what do you answer ah uh, this one this one pulls at me so <laughs> if he is off doing something immoral an ethical illegal. I didn't. Okay. I didn't. So I'm, I'm caveating right. this. Yes. Excellent. I can't, I can't cover for you. If he's organizing a, a secret birthday party for you, <laughs> I'm going to lie my ass off. Oh, that's so sweet. Right. But so I have a, I, I, trust is an issue, right? Like I think, I think you should be honest. So more than likely I would be as honest as I could without like giving it up. Like I would be like, <laughs> I'm not certain exactly where he's at. And they'd be like, are you sure? And I'm like, I'm fairly certain. I don't exactly know where they're at. Even though <laughs> I'm like, you're like, I went golfing. Don't tell anyone. I'm like, I, I'm not exactly sure where they're at. Cause I don't know what hole you're on. <laughs> All right. right. But if you go, Hey, I'm going to go out with and, and uh, pick up strippers and, and snort some Coke or something. I'll be like, dude, you need to check your husband. I'm not sure where he's at, but you do need to check your husband. Like, something's going on like help fix so you it. would take that extra step see I, what i put in here is in from my point of view is 
I don't know that you necessarily say you need to check your husband or your significant other, but you quickly try to get off the phone with as little detail as possible. <laughs> then you call your friend immediately and go, hey, you need to get your tail back yes, to where hey. you need to be. Or And if it's something that immoral that could potentially cause a divorce yeah. or, a, or legal action of some sort, then you tell your bro, you need hey, we need to talk check. a little bit, yeah. right? That, 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 that's fair, too. Yeah, I would counsel my, my bro, but I don't know that I would give him up on the fly. But I also don't know in that scenario if the bro has asked me to completely lie for them. And I know they the shouldn't whole, have to. That's the code, the unwritten rule. That I'm, is what we're talking about. I'm not about. a huge fan of that rule because <laughs> right. that puts me in a, in a weird moral dilemma. Okay. Okay. Um, you must always keep a bro's gag or story going. This is a more lighthearted one. Example, you say, Agreed. I was brought up Presbyterian. What do I always say? I thought something with a beard. Are you not with the beard one? Yeah, no. So if you because yeah. you go, yeah. hey, I was brought up Presbyterian. Isn't that the religion no matter of the what, beard? No matter where we are or what situation it is, and we've had this happen at work when we work together, I say, hey, they don't believe in hell, and they yeah. grow beards in the winter. Yes, that's <laughs> absolutely accurate. So the inside jokes, the inside stories, yeah, if someone makes a reference yep. to it, you have to keep you have it to going. You let it run. Yep. Yeah. Um, Let it, it run its course. If you uh, have music lyrics or music things that, or movie lines for a lot of people, usually like one person will start it, next person just has to. It's an unwritten rule. It is. Got to keep it going. Yep. Uh, or if you ask a crazy question, like uh, an elephant on a scooter is chasing you, what do you do? You have to give a serious answer. Yeah, you like you, you bark twice, <laughs> you pull your pants down, and you find a fire hydrant. <laughs> yes. And there you go. So you're on board with that rule. I Good. Am. Love it. <laughs> We're in. You must point out when your bro's attire is questionable. Ooh. Um, like if their fly is down, you do that's one to, thing. Yes. You got you to point that's that out. That's 100%, 100 of right. the time. But if they're wearing Crocs. I wear Crocs. In a non-Croc situation. There's of, no non-Croc situation. <laughs> unless we're at a wedding. And that's Crocless. If you were wearing Crocs at a wedding. Crocs with your uh, tux at a wedding. Then... I still think you're fine. All right. Don't say it. Like you, you be you. I'm okay with authentic bro. Like if 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 it called you to wear Crocs to this wedding, that's on you to take the consequences of someone being pissed off. So I'm gonna go with no. You do. I don't think you have to say something to your like. That seems very Jersey Shore ish. I would agree. Uh, in, but I think it's probably the level of where you're at. So in Jersey shore, they're probably like, Hey bro, you're not oily enough, right? You gotta, right. you gotta put you got, you don't have enough hair product in. It looks like uh, it's waving around a little bit. You got to batten that down, get it concrete. So for those, but for like us, if we were at, I don't know, an event of some sort and you're like, I'm going to rock this vest and buttoned up all the way to the top, a like shirt, a bolo tie and a, a bolo. <laughs> And then, yeah, I would probably, I would probably want you to go, hey, why don't you tone that down a notch? Why don't you just take the bolo off like, and maybe uh, not the vest? Right, loosen things up yeah, a little. Yeah, just it, try to calm down a little bit there. You're trying real hard there, yeah, that, yeah. bro. Take off the old turquoise bolo and and just let's 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 chill out. Chill. I would, so speaking of which, um, I did get some um, obnoxious, uh, but I love them pants from a listener um for my birthday and so i thought you want to oh, yeah. see them if you're on live let's see if we can uh 
see these things. These are fantastic. Um, for those that aren't on live and listening, uh, the, these pants are amazing. You want to describe them? Or no, you're so away they, from the mic. They say uh, beers of America on them, and it is every. It's all the old school beers. It's got stag and it coors and um i don't know it's got everything on them these pants are phenomenal and they're stretchy pants and what i feel like is um so i wore them tonight um speaking of obnoxious outfits um these pants are got some attention because i actually went into a store wearing them today and some guy's like dude you need to wear those everywhere and i'm like i've never worn these out in public he's like you should those are awesome um i was picking out beer and so then I, <laughs> yes Anyway, so, um, but yeah, so they have all of the old beers on them and they are stretchy pants and they're super comfortable. And I, I, this is the closest thing I've ever had to what I feel like women use like yoga pants for when they're just like, it's like not wearing pants. Um, these are like not wearing pants, pants, which I love. So I'm kind of into them now. I might start wearing yoga pants. What do I know? <laughs> yeah. So. Anyway, yeah. So yes, I, I if when you when I, you saw me pull up in these and you didn't say a word about how obnoxious they were, uh, yeah, you got out of your truck, you walked around. I noticed immediately. It's hard not to because they are <laughs> uh, they are pretty bright. And uh, I saw that they were beers, so I thought that is perfect. Yeah, it is perfect for what uh, They're for what we're doing. Pants. Um, and you mentioned you got them as a birthday gift. Yep, for the podcast. That's nice yeah, listener said you need to have these. So. Um, shout out for sending them for my birthday. I got podcast pants, so I'm wearing them for the podcast. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of listeners, um, if, if anybody, if you've, um, I don't know if anybody's chatting a little bit, but it, does anybody have any bro items you've picked up? Uh, we have a, we have a pretty long time listener, Billy, who's, who's out there, um, in, in listener land. He's always <laughs> is in listener land, which I love Billy for that. Um, he actually just talks about, um, his, his, <laughs> his college roommate's sister was a dancer um like a exotic dan like dancer a, like a dancer for money mm. she'll do what you want her to do kind of like an elton john is that an elton john song that's tiny dancer that is tiny dancer there you go so she was a tiny dancer um and and the roommate's like you don't make enough money to even hit on her she, <laughs> she needs sugar daddies <laughs> so he was ah. like i'm interested and roommate's like good good try but you mm. you don't have it um, so that was his his background story. All right, which is now that that begs the question because uh, I know uh, we've been in situations where we've gone with friends to uh, restaurants um, mm -hmm. that are more of the like Hooters variety or uh, Twin Peaks is one now. Oh um, yeah, and there used to be like Tilted Kilt was tilted in town. Kilt. Uh, so if your bro starts hitting on the waitress overly confident that uh, they're going to, in fact, go home with that waitress. Is your bro single or you, married? Single. Let's say available. Okay, sure. But do you kind of counsel the bro? I mean, it's just sort of in keeping, I think, with, uh, with, I, with I the think theme you, here I that Billy brought up. Yes. I think you should go, hey, you, this person works for tips. <laughs> right. You're going to tip them a lot because you think they're actually interested in you. Take a deep breath. Right. How many we've How many, been? Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I can remember, recall there was like a concert or two where we went out beforehand, and the waitress pulls up a chair next uh, to your table, and it's like, oh, all right, guys, 
it's been a rough night. Right. Uh, I, you guys look fun. Um, right. So Thanks. make me laugh so that, you know, I can get rid of all these other weirdos in this place. Right. She's working it. Right. Working it. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, uh, all right, sure. And you're like, she likes me. Uh, but this, this one woman <laughs> with giant, you know, chest loves me. Giant personality. Giant. That's what I meant. What did I say? Chest. My bad. I, I said it. <laughs> personality right but i mean and what's funny is you and i uh we've been married a long time so we were we were both married at the time and they leave and we just look at each other and 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 laugh i almost said giggle we giggle like bros we we giggle we're giggling bros no and you're like yeah i love that you're trying to earn right earn the tip and i get that right and i don't need all that i need you to engage with me i don't need (laughs) you to pretend like you want to take me home yeah i've got somebody at home i don't need that plus if i was single you would hope that you really don't fall for into that trap of thinking right. that's going to happen. I mean, how many Hooters girls go home every night with one of their uh, right their zero zero point zero zero one percent have actually ever right. gone home with anybody? I'm guessing, and they but instead they go home with you know six or eight hundred dollars in tips. Yeah, and good on you if you're uh, one of those uh, waitresses. Work in the game. Yes, do what you got to do because I say you make your money. I have yeah. no hate uh, for working that working, method. Working your angle. Right. I, I just, sometimes it's a, it's a little jealousy probably because I'm like, if I ever worked at a restaurant, I would get zero of that <laughs> angle. Uh, you would pull up next to people and go, hey, listen, I've had a hard day. And they'd be like, right. dude, get up. Get <laughs> right. away from my table. <laughs> Uh, ladies, can you just get me out of this hell that I'm in? Uh, no, um, no, but we do need some more rounds of drinks here. So right. if you could go get those, and if that you would could be great. get some salsa, get up, <laughs> get me some salsa. All right. Um, the, the, the very last rule that I have is um, you are responsible for, in the event of some tragic ending, going to your bro's house, getting on their computer and removing porn. And removing their search history. <laughs> their search history. Yes. I mean, uh, obviously, I guess if porn is involved in that, but any of their search history, I believe that is an unwritten rule uh, that you are supposed to take for your friend. I'll, I'll be honest. Um, I think it de- depends on the bro and not for the reason you think. Like, I don't think I could get into your computer. Like, your passwords are so jacked up. Like, I can't get it to your Wi-Fi half the time. That is, it's funny that you mentioned that since I explicitly gave you my password because you are my in-case-of-emergency dude. Oh, do I still have your password? Yeah, you have a document that says It's never changed since then? Not, not the main one. Okay. Because if it did, I'd have to update you. And I know you would. I don't know even why I brought this up. So yeah, never mind. I no, it's, I mean, yeah, I'm coming you over. are my yeah. I'm coming over and my bro. You. Yeah, but the, so. but that also gives you access to because if anything were to yeah. happen to my family, I have banking apps. You are too, right. right. You have a, you're the, going to be the executor of my huge vast to fortune the, to the mansion and the estate <laughs> and the right. horses. All the bills you have to pay. Yeah, we're gonna bro. F- this house is gonna be foreclosed. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> All right, well, bro. Okay, so I well, let's talk about the um, can here. And uh, okay, so again, this is on you, Piggly Wiggly. For those at home and playing along, pig. the Whistle Pig, which is a bourbon, uh, barrel aged rye, uh, they put together with a ginger ale uh, or fresh ginger and lime uh, in this can. So I'll start since I brought it. Um, this is wonderful. This is really good, uh, but I like bourbon, 
and uh, and a mixer. Like sometimes, like I said, I'll do ginger ale, I'll do coke, um, and uh, uh, not, no, <laughs> with the bourbon. Um, don't try I, to stop me, bro. We'd have to have a bro conversation <laughs> if you were doing lines. So uh, no, this is this is really good. Uh, I think the rye. I know rye bourbons are a little less sweet um, because the corn and the other bourbons will make it a little sweeter. Sure. Uh, so it tamps that down a little bit, but then you get a little bit of the sweetness with the lime that goes um, in the, the ginger ale. Uh, so this is really good. I, I don't know if it was twenty four ninety nine for four-pack good. Um, I'm not going to let that interfere with my rating, uh, the cost. Yes. But, um, you know, it was one of those, I really hope I don't rate this a five because then I'll be going out and spending way too much money on a can yep. of booze. Uh, but I want it to be good enough to merit how much I paid for it. Right. It's a, there's <laughs> so, a very sm- short, small window right. that this, this can fit into. Yes. Does so it, I'm going to go with a four. I don't know. That makes sense. Uh, it's, it's right. At, and it's not just because of that, but um, I like the taste. Uh, it's got a mellow, nice, easy flavor. Uh, it's not too heavy on the bourbon. It's not too heavy on the ginger. And not too heavy on the lime. And it's just a really goes down well. I like that it's 8% because some of the canned cocktails that we have are north of 10. I think I've said north of four or five times in this episode. So I apologize for that. But you should come I'm south just, of that. I'm just really into my directionals tonight. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, so I like it. Um, because, and I like that 8%. Like it, it, I think it fits in that pocket of it's good alcohol level without being too overly dramatic on the alcohol or heavy pour um, to make it over overly done. All right. So with that said, um, I don't like whiskey. I'm just not a whiskey fan. And and you can give me the nicest whiskey in the world, <laughs> right. the smoothest stuff that everybody's like, here, try this. It's super smooth. It makes my mouth turn inside out. This doesn't. Um, and honestly, what this reminds me of and I, I, I hearken back to this, but it got me. So I was not a mixed drink person. Even when we started this podcast, we've done a lot of canned cocktails. Um, and I've just never been a whiskey guy. We've done some crown stuff, I think, on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Didn't we do a crown at some point? The crown, crown and something. cola. We've, yeah. done, uh, we've done a lot of canned cocktails. But so with whiskey, uh, yeah. not a lot with whiskey. There's been a lot with rum. Okay. A lot with, um, you know, those types. Yeah. Um, so vodkas this, for sure, vodkas like all cut water stuff. And yeah, oh my god, oh yeah. Moonshine we had though. We've couple, had some moonshine yeah. stuff. Yeah. So this reminds me of. Um, so I got hooked on. Um, I got hooked on uh, spiced rum and and ginger ale um, when we went to the Bahamas. Spiced rum, ginger ale, a, a, a cube of lime, like a, a wedge of lime squeezed in. Um, that same kind of refreshing feel, like that you could just drink a bunches of them. Like I like I. And I actually still do. Sailor Jerry's is the spiced wine or spiced rum. It's it's cheap as hell, but it's good. <laughs> right. And you, you put that with a little. Um, so I've been drinking that a lot. Not a lot. Not like my wife thinks I drink that probably too much. But I, I, I it's a good, like, refreshing thing. This is a good, refreshing, like, whisk, for, for even if it's got a whiskey taste to it, I'm like, it's not bad. <laughs> nice. So I'm torn on it a little bit. Because it's a whiskey, I can taste the whiskey. And I'm like, ah, oh, there's a little whiskey taste to it. But it's also kind of got the... The gingery, limey, kind of like not heavy, not super gross in your mouth, turn your tongue inside out kind of mixed drink. It's decent. I'm like, I'm stuck between a three and a four. So we don't do halvesies. I know. That's why I'm stuck. That's what that's what stuck means. 
Uh, While you're thinking about that, I do just have to point out that it was sort of humorous. I went, we went back on the last live show and uh, read through some of the comments, and um, people noticeably saw you, your face when you uh, drank something, you know, yeah. like when you drank it. <laughs> I have a pretty expression. And it, it, yeah, and, and it was face. like you uh, you kind of did, like puckered up and was like, oh, uh, uh, and then, uh, but I'll rate it a three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I get used to it though. I puckered on this one too. I'm like, ooh, I can taste the whiskey. Okay. But now that I've, it's it's soothed, it's kind of soothing now. It's it's not bad. It's not the whiskey taste anymore. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to go three. I, I wrote it down. It's a three. I wanted All to right. go four, but it's going to be a three. Sorry. Okay. Um, no worries. Because I, I would I would take that rum drink, that spiced rum, little Sailor Jerry's and um, ginger ale over this all day. And I guarantee you part of it, the price point. like if so, I will not buy this right. for $26 a four pack or whatever. That or even crazy. 20 bucks. No. Um, so, I mean, part of the four is, is that if you saw it out and you're like, hey, I might add this into the rotation, you almost have to consider that a little bit. This is rather pricey. Uh, and for, and for can, something yeah. that you're not really that yeah. into. And I can get the same experience out of a spiced rum and ginger ale and a lime as I do this. But this is very similar. Like it, it's just got a little bit of the whiskey taste on the end of it. But All right. it's good. It's good. I, I love it. it. So we got a three and a four. Yeah, not bad. Together that's seven. That's not how it works. <laughs> but okay. All right. Uh, so average four. Um, <laughs> 3.5. If you want to... Get away from the bro stuff for just a minute. We'll transition. We've been talking a lot of bro stuff. We got to reel this in just okay. a, a smidge. So I kind of uh, said at the top of the show, we'll talk a little bit about uh, friend unwritten rules. But now we're going to talk about once you grow up or once you get out of, you know, where you just have friends that are your, um, you know, your bros, then you get married mm -hmm. and you have a set of, first of all, unwritten rules. So the so first question I want to ask marriage you. Marriage rules? Yes. So I, the first question I want to ask you are, what do you remember as the written rules of your marriage? I don't know that we have any. I mean, like other than your your vowels. vowels. Your vowels? Vowels. So you, uh, you said vowels, vowels to your Not, wife on your wedding day? Yeah, we were going to do consonants, but we decided Too many. instead there's a lot of them, right? <laughs> and they're like, well, let's just skinny it down a little let's bit. Let's keep it short and sweet. Yeah, just nothing but vowels. Let's get so to the yeah, reception. I'm like, come on, nobody likes a really hey, long. And she's like, oh, and you. And I'm like, great, let's go. Yeah, do you remember your vows? Vows. Vows. I need to work on that whole syllable. I feel vowels. like you're... In your brain, you're taking time by doing this vows thing, and you do. Remember, do you remember I'm, your vows. Um, I, so I remember we. I so we got married in a Catholic church, but I wasn't Catholic, so it was a modified Catholicism stuff. Whatever sure. they do for that, I don't feel like it's stupid crap. They're um, pretty close. I actually, I kind of looked up some of this because there are different vows, mm -hmm. traditional vows for different religions. Knowing you got married in the Catholic church, but you were we Presbyterian. Did, yep. So um, we grow beards, and we don't believe in hell. So they had to take all that out. Right, um, actually, right. I think the only thing. So I, I know I'm, I'm sure um, if if Jen's out there listening somewhere <laughs> in listener land, um, she'll the, probably disagree with me. I, we've had this conversation. I really think we actually had them remove one of the 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 lines, which was about serving a husband, and we said going into a marriage it should be equal. And there is a line in the in the Catholic, the normal Catholic marriage that talks about you will you will be subservient to your husband. And I think we removed it, but Jennifer, I think said no we didn't and i'm like well then you should be better at this and then she's like well maybe we did well I, okay so the, where i was going with this is i steven take the steven's wife 
to be my <laughs> wedded wife, or in her case, when she said husband, to have and to hold from this day forward, for better or for worse, for richer or poorer, in sickness and in health, till, uh, to cherish till death do us part. Those are your written rules. That's the basic standard that's the, that's the, Christian yes, that's version. That's the base, yeah, the baseline of those. Right. Yeah. So. Vows. <laughs> those were your written rules of marriage. Sure. Um, now, what's interesting is, like, nowhere in there did I say, I promise not to spend money on the things that you think are stupid and meaningless. Right. And no, nor did it say, <laughs> I had no idea how sick, how, like, you're going to be sick all the time. <laughs> And a terrible patient when you are. Right. No. So. Okay. Okay. So what? I'm sorry. So those were the written rules. I'm, I'm with you on written rules. Okay. Now so hopefully those are uh, those are something that we're, we're monitoring there or, or having in, in yeah. our life. Yeah. Um, so the unwritten rules uh, that make for a, a good marriage, or at least one that you can both tolerate and more than 50% of the time. Yeah. So... If you think of anything again along the way, I'm going to I'm going to throw up. some out to you. Okay. Uh, so the first one I have is know and respect respect each other's deal breakers. Know and respect each other's deal breakers. Right. What are the things that if you came if home, if you cross that threshold, you're done. You're, I've done X Y Z, and they were like, "I am packing up and moving out." So yeah, I, so I a think, big one is cheating. Yeah. Yes, I think knowing them is the first problem of marriage, right? Of going, I need to figure out where the limits are. Like if I can, if I cross this line, there's not, there's no coming back to it. <laughs> right. Well, that's why I said yeah. knowing, and, knowing respecting and respecting. Like I think the, the other knowing part's the hardest because I don't think people, right. if you were to gamble your house away, you know, would you still that might be, be a deal breaker. Right. Right? If you had that level of gambling right. problem, if you became a fugitive, yeah. right? Like if you, if you robbed a bank. Yeah. If you be a deal breaker. decided to snort cocaine every night, is that a deal off breaker? Off a hoe. Yeah, right. Off a, yeah, off a, <laughs> off a some stripper's butt. What? What? <laughs> All right. All right. So, yeah. All right. Let's go to number two. I think that's a good one. <laughs> here's, here's just a fun one. Don't criticize your spouse's driving. Oh, I, I can't do that. And that's not the... You do that to your I, wife? A lot. <laughs> Your wife is such a funny driver, though. She does. I've driven with her. And um, my favorite part about your wife's driving is that, uh, you know, she probably is half my size, right? Like she weighs half of me. <laughs> and um, if she comes up to a stop sign rather quickly, she throws her arm out over in front of to me or you. you or whoever's in that seat yeah. in order to hold you back <clears throat> from lurching forward in yeah. her arm that probably weighs 15 pounds or 10 yeah. <laughs> don't know she thinks that's going to stop me um uh, it makes me laugh every time have I've you ever seen her, her hand or her foot they're the size of small children's hands and feet so it's not like she's <laughs> not stopping me it's not like she could grab a hold of you and like hold you back either but so, you actually open you you criticize her while you're driving openly what what is that by you does she she's not going to change I, her driving it's because i fear for my life i'm like you can't be that close to cars you can't come up that close to people when you're stopped like you have to stop you have to apply the brake earlier but oh, or my my best one, and, and I and I yell at everyone on the road for this. Yeah, stop doing everything other than driving. Okay, stop. Like my wife is like, oh, well, I think I got text about that. Let me look, and I'm like, <laughs> don't look right now. Okay, and then she's like, but yeah, I've I've got chapstick. 
can someone, I'll, I'll find the chapstick. Never mind. And then she starts digging for chat. And I'm like, stop looking for chapstick. Just focus on t- like two pedals and, and one steering wheel. That is your focus. Where are we going and how do we not kill each other on the way? So why aren't you driving then? If you, if it's, if it's as much as you sort I, of make it out to be, <laughs> I would feel like you would just be like, you know what? I'll drive. I, I drive a bit. Um, but I drive fast, and so it's it's more about control, right? She feels like she's in control, so she's not worried about her life. But, like, I worry about my life when she's driving. And I'm sure she's she's going, she looks at this pedometer, and she goes, you know, you're going 88. So she she criticizes your driving as yeah, well. Yeah, I think it's fair play. Okay. I think we're be, we're equally unhappy with each other's driving. Sorry. Wow, that was a, a long-winded one. But no, yeah. no, that's a good one. I liked getting deep into it. And I hope, you know, when you listen, Jen, uh, we love you and I love your driving. Um, so I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> but uh, yes, we, my wife and I, um, we, we now reference the lizard brain, right? We had yeah. that whole episode. Oh, yeah, so, we the talk, so the only time, you know, is if when you really think something's going to happen or you don't catch your spouse looking and you see brake lights, and you grab the handle, and you're like, lizard brain. It was lizard yeah. brain. It wasn't I, you. Yeah, it, no, was just it was just my brain. Your human yes. subconscious making sure that you're safe. All just right. so you know where I'm having a marital fight right now in chat. <laughs> Keep going. You are? Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, when your spouse is telling a story, don't interrupt to correct minor details to the story. Just listen to the story. That's the point. That's my unwritten rule. That is it really? In. That I That's your unwritten rule. I right, I like if I'm listening to my wife tell a story, I and I know some minor details are incorrect, I don't it doesn't matter, right? Like I I I try. Now she might listen to this and go, "You are so full of it." I don't think I uh try to fact check. Um you're the fact checking king. Uh, at certain certain times. Okay. All right. For so, you, for sure. Okay. <laughs> Because <laughs> I, um, I have the opposite problem, which is my wife includes way too many details, and more than likely, she's fairly accurate on the details. I just don't need them, and so I tell her, <laughs> "Stop saying so many words. Save I, your words. I need, I need literally less than the Reader's Digest version of this story. But that's how they want to tell it. I know, and it, it I, makes and it, it for them. They want to get it off their chest. They, yeah, and she wants to ex- explain right. the emotions around it and, and how people, what exactly people said so you have the whole context of the, and I, it's just my personality. I can't deal with it. I'm like, I don't care. I don't need to know all that. All I need to know is, oh, car accident, person died, you were sad, got it. That's the, like, <laughs> you could, bullets, it could be bullets. And she's like, uh, it's my whole day, and here's, you should, it should be the rest no of your No wonder you day. have to do these constant surveys, because, I mean... Yeah, like, we're very opposite <laughs> in the way that we... So I feel bad, because I, that probably should be an unwritten rule for us, that I should listen... Um, or at least you. Li- yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> an unwritten rule that you should listen to the stories yes. in the way that they need to be, t- that you want to tell them... It's to cathartic al- for them. Yeah, to allow you to get it off your chest. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I'm giving I, you marital advice here. I'm your Dr. Phil right now. Oh, Jesus. We're um, in trouble. All right. Uh, this next part kind of goes along with that, which is the unwritten rule is nod and agree. Um, your spouse may say something or start to say something, have an idea perhaps, and you think it might be the stupidest thing you've ever heard, but you don't have to poo-poo on their parade. I know you say this is one of your rules, and you've you've always talked about don't poo poo on people's parade. Um, it that's not how it works in our house. But, <laughs> um, 
I feel like your set of rules, you're going to have to come back with, a, with your own set. I'm not so We may need to start writing down some rules. <laughs> yeah, I don't right. know that we have good rules is the problem. So don't poo-poo on, your, on somebody's parade is mm-hmm. one of yours. And I think that's a, a decent rule in, in the grand scheme of things is I, I love innovation. I love people who think of things and, and have right. ideas and go, I want to do something different or I want to I experiment. I'm 100% for that. I think in practice that's sometimes hard, at least in art, where we go, that's dumb. Like that's not, here's why that's not going to work. Um, or you're overthinking it. Don't do all, there's a simpler, way. like in my head, I go, there's a simpler way. Stop, stop talking. Let's talk about a simpler way. Like you're way overthinking this. So I think that's probably a, like I'm, I'm giving myself counseling right now. Um, but yes, you love brainstorming. I mean, and you're I'm a in big, the job that you're in. Yeah. I'm a huge innovation guy. I'm a huge coaching guy. Do, yeah, absolutely. You say bring, you bring a lot of ideas yeah. and then we'll, you know, whittle them down. All right. Like, so maybe you're just kind of going through that second part of the motion of you're, you're in work mode of like, okay, well let's whittle those down to the good ones. <laughs> but I'm just throwing out there. You might not want, you might want to take that part and just kind of sit on it. You know? Yeah. I, I need to be better about it. Uh, right. Okay. How we doing? I feel bad about myself. Go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> just let it all out, bro. I'm here for you. Yeah. This is, this is what, you know, as a, yeah, as, just don't as a tell friend. my wife we had this conversation. Oh yeah. Is she listening live? Yeah. yeah and I, I've, I've got feedback. <laughs> I got, you got homework. You're going to have to take, I got, he's a poo pooer. That's the words. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, this is great. Um, know when advice is unwanted. I didn't feel like that goes along again. Um, So this tends to get men in trouble, right? I think this was sort of the basis of the whole uh, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. It's I want to fix things. Men just need to be heard. Things and they and and they're like, oh, if you're telling me a problem, that must mean that you want a solution. So you go right into solutioning mode when in fact that's not really what the person wants. Unwritten rule: Should it be believing it? so I, I'm a big believer in intent and my intent is always your best interest. Okay. So if we're always coming from a place where you know that my intent is your best interest, we're in a safe space. I don't think we're always, I don't think in a marriage you're always in that safe space where you, where you really truly believe my intent is your best interest. So I offer advice because that's what I do for a living. Like that's my whole job (laughs) in life is to coach people. And so when I see something, my, like one of my biggest things is people need feedback a lot. Like I need to know if you think I'm, if I can get better in any way, shape or form, it's my job. That's what I do. But yeah, Mm. your company pays you to do that. Not at home. (laughs) Yes. Right. And so I think there's a boundary there that sometimes I'm like, I'll just, I coach everybody in my life. And and sometimes I was like, I don't, my wife's like, I don't, I don't need, I don't, I'm not looking for that. And so it took us a while. I think we're better about that now is I'm a better listener now, but I still think I have that tendency to go, I'm going to offer advice. I think I can fix this. I can help you. And I have to. True. And I have that same tendency. You have to pull that, pull those reins back. It's hard sometimes. Yeah. I think it's, it's ingrained in some of our thought processes. And like you said, kind of the way we're wired and it might be because might be because of uh, certain characteristics that we, you know, the whole men are from Mars, men are from Venus, just differences between us. I, I had to learn that um, because my first instinct uh, as a young person in a relationship was, um, you're telling me this and I'm going to, I'll give you a solution to that. Yeah. And it took a while 
for them to be for my wife probably to say you know i don't think they knew the words necessarily to go dude stop trying to solution the problem just listen and go that sucks it sounds like you had a bad day that would make my day bad um yeah i vanilla ice everything right like yo you got a problem yo i'll solve it (laughs) right like i'm gonna check out the hook while the dj revolves it Uh, um yeah i so it took me a long time i think i'm better about it now than i used to be but it was everything that ever came up i can fix i can fix anything right like that's not always the answer all right let's lighten it up a little bit okay great all right uh don't tell or go spreading what your spouse's kink is Oh, I 100% agree with that. <laughs> like, right. That is a that is a intimate detail right. that like should not be shared. Right. You, you don't go to a party, you have no. one too many and go, "Listen to what my wife or no, spouse yeah. is into." Yep, no. That is a that is off limits. <laughs> I, I if agree. you want it to still be a kink because if you don't that will piss her off. <laughs> like try not to piss her off. Keep it between yourselves. Betwixt yourselves. Yes, I believe. Yeah. Sure, that's it. Sure. So yeah, don't talk. Don't about get it. skeezy. Nobody wants skeezy. We had skeezy <laughs> a couple episodes ago. Right. We're not doing skeezy anymore. All right. That is um, skeezy. Yeah. So the only uh, caveats that I, I had was unless you're seeking legal advice um, on uh, if if it's crossing a threshold of some sort. That's a real. That's not a kink. That's or you're asking for a certain assistance on how to pull off certain maneuvers. Wow. <laughs> like maybe oh, you go to your wow. bro and go, hey, have you ever had someone with right. this? Um, how's that maneuver work? I feel like that's a Seinfeld episode where Jerry has like the move and then uh, George wants George wants to move. Wants to move because his doesn't have a good finisher. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. I have two more um, of the unwritten rules. You're a spouse, not a parent. Uh, that's just my personal, I like, that's one of my, I think I, I wrote this down at some point. Um, not because my spouse was trying to be my parent. I just have seen other, you know, a lot of these have come from my witnessing other relationships as so you, well. So you're trying to tell me that no, at no time in your marriage over the, the vast years you've been married, you've ever felt like your wife's trying to be your parent? Um, more so... It more, I mean, we've been married for 20 years now, um, so I can't say I never tried to be my parent. It comes down to that whole, um, the idea of I'm going to get in trouble if I do this. Can you go play golf on Saturday? I don't know. I got to ask her because I got to see if I'm, you know, if, if she'll let me. If she'll let you, like, I mean, I get that if you have plans, you, you made plans together and then you have to respect the plans. But if she just says, nah, I'd rather you not because I want you all to myself and I'm not going to let you have friend time. Like being a parent of saying you can or cannot do stuff in your life, right? You're a person, right? Before you got married, you were an individual, right? Yeah. And then you got married. That doesn't cease to become an individual. I get that you're a team now, but you got to be a team player, not like subs- like you said, you took out the subservient piece, right? It goes both ways. I don't tell my wife, you can't go do this, right? You can't go on a girl's weekend and then expect me to be able to go, oh, I'm going to go with my friends on this weekend. So I expect a, a partner to advise um and that sometimes that advice is so as a collective unit we are married so we are a collective unit as a collective unit we can advise each other on where we where our feelings are on something so i would like to go do this and and i'm okay with her going i don't like that i don't like you spending 
$4,000 on hunting stuff. Sure. I don't like this. I don't think you should do that. That's good. That's good communication, in my opinion. I think that's the bigger. So, so that's not, to me, it's not going, I, you have permission. It's, it's we, we are a collective, so I don't get to unilaterally make decisions. We are a, a unit that makes decisions. That's more of a macro level, I think. I'm, think. I'm talking about, we've all been there where we've been at like a bar and you're out with buddies and, and it gets to be a certain time and somebody looks at their phone and goes, oh my gosh, I got to be home. If I'm not home by like 1030, I'm going to be in so much trouble. They're going to be in trouble for staying out. Well, as an adult, well, because you have a curfew. Because maybe who gave you a curfew? They broke an agreement, right? Like if you said, "I'm going to be home by nine, and you've already told your wife four times that, "Oh, I'm going to be a little bit longer, a little bit longer, a little bit longer." It's ten thirty, and you've put her off. Now all of a sudden, you've broken an agreement, which I would say you would break the same agreement with when we talked about bro code. So, but in the spirit of what I think I'm saying, I don't. I think permission. that person would say like, "Oh, I got this thing tomorrow. I told my wife I'm okay. going to go with her in the morning to go do something. I got to get." But it's on your. You have to own that. I'm going home I, so that I can make sure that I'm there for my partner tomorrow at a promised event. So not I think, hungover. I think what you're talking about is we've and we've seen it. I, people who are afraid of their wives. Yeah, because they're like, the parents. Like they would be afraid of a parent. Yeah. Okay. Then I don't think I. I do think that's a poor relationship. Win. <laughs> I got a point in a game we weren't playing. If you're playing at home and you got that as well, um, chalk it up for one. So my last, uh, not my last one. My last one is uh, just my final thought on that. Like, uh, uh, what was that guy that used to have the show that was the mayor of Cincinnati? Um, final thoughts. Uh, you shouldn't be afraid to fight, and but but fight fair. That's my unwritten rule. You shouldn't be afraid. Yeah. To debate, get in a spirited no, I, argument. You both have, I mean, you're a person with so many views. Yep. They're not going to match completely. If you're, obviously this goes without saying that you should, there should be a problem if you're afraid to fight because there's physical abuse or right. something like physical fighting that's happening. Yeah. Throw that out. Call I'm not talking line. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about get some help um, <laughs> and, and, and leave yeah. that situation. You, you should be okay with arguing for the sake of having a, a, a spirited discussion because you're both passionate about a topic. Yeah. That's okay. And you can be in a dis disagreement as humans do. Agreed completely. Um, where, I, where I think the end of that sentence is more important, which is fight fair. Fight fair. Which is don't say stupid crap that you're going to regret and yeah. have to apologize for. Uh -huh. Like keep it. So, and I try to do this, like I am very good, I feel like I'm very good about it. I will not say something unless I really, truly mean it. And if I really get way out of control, which I have yet to get way out of that <laughs> far out of control. I will apologize if I think I overstepped a bounds. It was like, I was, I was blunt. I think I was too blunt. I should not have gone that far. Like, so a hundred percent, hundred percent agree. If you, it's okay to fight, it's a, like people are like, Oh, my parents are fighting. It's okay. They should, they're human beings. They disagree. It's all good. Yeah. They should fight fair and they should not be the people who just knock down, drag out and start calling each other stupid names and going, I hate right. your parents. I hate <laughs> you. I hate everything about you. You're a sicko person. I hope you die. Right. Like that's You're the dumb. one with that kink. Right. That's, that's <laughs> there's no, nothing good that comes right. from that other than apologies later. Remember two years ago when you did this and yeah, um, I've never gotten over yeah, it just, and it yeah. applies to this loosely, but not really. Yeah. Be adults. Right. Like, so I will Unless say you're losing badly then just, oh, oh, no holds barred. Right. Yeah. I will say one. No, that's wrong. One. No, that's not. <laughs> yeah. If you're losing badly, you probably have, have either had too much to drink and you can't come up with logical points or you probably should secede and say, I don't have 
I don't have stand, solid ground to stand so on. I summed it up by saying don't take cheap shots, which you said. Don't personal insults. Yep. No good. Don't call exactly. them names. That violates the rule. I will say it's we have there. a in, in the comment section, um, I think it's a valid point. Somebody says, if I have to say, um, let me ask my wife, that means I don't want to go. Because I'm about ready to blame her. To okay, say, I can I see go. I can see that like, being it's a, made. It's a scapegoat. I could so Man, that's uh, so low. There, that's is, low, bro. Is there a, is that there, is low, bro, is if there, you Is there an unwritten rule that it. says you can't blame your wife for bad things? Because I have blamed my wife. I've blamed my wife for things. Like She said no. But you know, you start to give your wife a bad name. Somebody like me that thinks that they're trying to parent you. I blame you. your wife sometimes. <laughs> I, I I can see doing that. If Again, low, bro, um, in that you're going to use your wife as the, I, I'm not willing to tell you. Dude, you got to. You gotta put your adult B- big boy pants uh, your on. Your adult beer pants on, and uh, these things and just are comfortable. Own it. You go. I'm, I don't want to do that. Man. I might not take my adult beer pants off. <laughs> I might do it next time, but I don't want to do it this time. To blame your wife? Oh, that's that's brutal. Because then, what happens the next time if you, your wife is hanging out with those people, and then they're like, "Yeah, you right. didn't let them do that," and they're like, "What are you talking about?" Right. She had no idea that you even blamed <laughs> right. her for it. That's brutal. That's sad. My final rule. Okay. Uh, is just follow the golden rule. Um, that's usually... Do unto others? Do unto your wife or spouse as you would like them to do to you. It doesn't take a lot uh, on that. Yeah. And I just think that's how I wrapped it up to go, that is cool. my final thought. It's the Jerry Springer show that I was thinking of. So my really? final thoughts and one of our, constellations. Our same one uh, that said, blame your wife if you don't want to go, also brought up the Jerry Springer show. So <laughs> Good, good. Thanks, Billy. Nice All right. Work. Keeping me honest and uh, that's awesome. All right, so we good. <laughs> we got good chat. Any uh, any anything else before we uh, count this one down? There's some nonsense going on in chat, um, but mostly between people who do not believe that what we said was completely honest. So really, yeah, I think self awareness may be an issue. I'm not certain. Uh, we'll have to. Is, I'm sure you'll have more discussions <laughs> about it when this podcast is over. Is it my own wife? Yes. She, oh, she said she wasn't going to listen because she wants to. Li- she likes to listen to these at certain times, and so it we breaks the, up the weird schedule. We got the two of them on the same time, which is probably. A, oh yeah, oh, that's Jesus. awesome. Anyway, we're so, just having one. We at, my wife has said we should bring them on the show for some sort of uh, uh, you know round table fact check but it seems like we're having that kind of quasi now so if you're not listening on live with us on on a thursday night um you should if you are a hundred percent appreciate it so yes definitely um as you know just as a bit of a housekeeping thing uh appreciate everybody's kind of going with us on this since we made the the transition over to do some live shows i think the Mm -hmm. amount we're doing is probably pretty good every couple of weeks uh doing a live show but then um also posting up the shows on youtube that we do that aren't live uh and then posting them out to our normal platforms um the spotify the apples and uh, amazon and audible and all those places that comes out the next monday um so that uh basically we're hitting kind of all the avenues you can comment keep comments coming uh you can keep commenting on the video after we uh, shut this one down um and uh if you're listening after the fact feel free to comment um uh, find us on the socials. Us Interact what, with us. We yeah. love it. Tell us what unwritten rules you have in your marriage, because apparently I need to start writing some stuff down <laughs> for mine. <laughs> I don't think we do great at that. So you have such uh, so many written surveys. That's the funny thing. I thought I think you do the surveys, but you should write down the other things. Yeah, we don't. So 
we practice agile, right? So we retro very frequently. If anybody does know what agile is, go look it up. It's, it's a software development methodology that started with actually manufacturing in Toyota. But anyway, so, um, we retro frequently, we discuss things ongoing. We don't have, listen, I'm telling you, this is what you need in your life, What? we don't have documentation. Like we don't worry about that. We, we talk a lot. That's good. It's healthy. I know you, you're, um, no, it's good. You're going to be the it's JA healthy. on this one, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, all good. All right. Um, well, so, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Much absolutely. appreciated. We love you. Come again. Uh, we're going to try again. My work, and I apologize, oh, but the thing that I have to do for a living is ramping up to a certain, uh, because of a, a company that's named by a fruit, uh, when they do Pear. stuff, it drives me crazy. Uh, but we're going to try to keep uh, some of the... the uh, the, the show's going, um, but over the next couple of weeks may be a little different on our schedule, uh, but we'll keep them coming. Thanks. If you, if Stick you like, with us. If you like the lives, let us know that too. Yeah. Cool. Thanks you. Thanks you. Hey, I shouldn't have to tell you that the show's over. It's implied by the way we just signed off. Uh, but for those slow ones in the back, this is the end. Bye.